the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Common Good. My name is Aubrey Sampson, alongside my special guest co-host, Catherine McNeil. And we are so excited to talk to the author of Planting by Pastoring, a brand new book out by Nathan Knight. Nathan, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me. Look forward to the conversation. Okay, Nathan. So I'm a geek about church planting. I love talking church planting, but not everyone does. Not all of our listeners are church planters. So why'd you write this and why does it matter? Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of conversation about what church planting is about. And of course, there's a lot of agreement that it's about evangelism. And of course, we're trying to do that. We want to see lost people come to faith in Christ. But one of the burdens I had in writing this book was just a desire to try to help church planters actually think really carefully Hmm. about the thing they're trying to start. Mm. You know, like, what is a church? Who leads churches? Pastors? All right. What does that mean in relation to the church? All right. And then uh, what's the goal of thing? How do we know that we're succeeding in this work? Mm. So trying to fill and answer those basic questions. So good. I love how uh, simple yet provocative the title is, Planting by Pastoring, yeah. a vision yeah. for starting a healthy church. I know, yeah. you know, you spent many thousands of words explaining this, yeah. but could you summarize <laughs> what is your vision for a healthy church? Great question. Yeah. Yeah, trying to just trying to get into those scriptures. You know, Paul's planting churches all over the place, and uh, we see that after he gathers, he would evangelize the lost, gather them together. And we read in First Timothy three and Titus one and other places, Acts fourteen, they put pastors over top of those church plants. And so, mm. I think we sometimes in church planting circles talk about being entrepreneurs and yeah. mm. kind of mindedness, starting stuff from nothing, which of course is part of the work. But the thing I'm trying to press in the vision here is that we need to know what a church is, and pastors lead churches. And so we're not primarily entrepreneurs. We're Amen. not primarily kind of business people trying to start stuff. Yep. But planters ought to be pastors that are trying to care for God's people and feed them and, and care for them. Mm. And so that's the vision, just to try to, what's a church, and pastors lead them, not entrepreneurs, and uh, try to help them feed them that Christ would be glorified. Oh, I love that. Nathan Knight is a pastor of Restoration Church and serves on the lead team for Treasuring Christ Together Church Planting Network. He is in Washington, D.C., author of a brand new book, Planting by Pastoring, A Vision for Starting a Healthy Church. You you said something that's a big statement, Nathan, but I think it's worth talking about. You said, I want to say, I want to tell people, what is the church? Or I want to answer the question, what is a church? Again, yeah. like Catherine said, yeah. you, you spent thousands of words unpacking that, but give us the rundown. What is a church and, sure. what, and what is not a church? Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let's start off with that last question because it's a good one. So, right, we, we think when you have like your community group gathering, right? I'm sure maybe you guys have 
churches where a few of you get together throughout the week, yep. Yep. Uh, or you have the college Bible study on the campus, those kinds of things. I'm going to say those are not churches, mm-hmm. uh, and here's what is a church, and hopefully that'll shed light on why those things are not churches. And so a church, I define in the book, is, is the regular gathering of Christians who have covenanted together to preach the gospel, portray the gospel, and protect the gospel. Nice use Preaching of keys the there, sir. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm, I'm a pastor preacher, so I, I got to alliterate. I love it. But uh, preaching the gospel pretty clear, like make it clear what the gospel is. You're regularly preaching that. You're regularly gathering. You're agreeing together as to what gospel you're preaching. And then again, you're preaching that. And then portraying, I'm really referencing two things there. The ordinances, baptism and Lord's Supper. You're doing that together. You're not doing that, presumably, in most cases on campus ministries and the like. You're doing that together of people that are gathering together. That's the portrayal of the gospel. And then thirdly, the protection of the gospel, which I'm going to argue is membership and discipline, taking mm. people in and making sure that people are really Christians. Wow. So as to say, that's what a Christian is. That's what a Christian is not. Mm. That's the work of the church. And, you know, campus ministries, community groups, they do that kind of stuff. But I'm going to argue that Scripture teaches that's the work of congregations. Mm. Well, my next question is similar. How would you define a pastor and how is a pastor different from a CEO in, in the most important ways, or an entrepreneur, yeah. I think is the word you use. Yeah. Oh, I love that question. Great question. Yeah, so a pastor is, first off, somebody It's going to be a, a qualified man. Uh, we read that in First Timothy 3, First Timothy 2, and First Timothy 3, and Titus 1. Uh, a qualified man, so there's all those character qualifications. So you get a qualified man that has the character, so that's the first one, is they okay. have character that meets those qualifications. Secondly, they're men of capability, namely they're able to teach the Word faithfully. And then uh, thirdly, they have compassion for uh, the saints of whom God has Mm. died to gain. Uh, So they're not just—well, come back to the entrepreneurs. Uh, So they they care for those people. You think about—remember what Jesus said to Peter at the end, his first church planning class? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I love that compassion. Yes, compassion. And then the fourth would be conviction, Titus 1, right? to be able to teach sound doctrine and refute those that contradict it. So there you want to have good pastors that have the character, have the capability, have the compassion, and have the conviction. And that's somebody that really cares about the glory of Christ and the good of his people and the welfare of his neighbor, as opposed to the entrepreneur guy is really more mindful towards the bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of get the thing up and go and make it profitable. And they might be willing to compromise here or there, whereas pastors can't. We can't Mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, so we have to be willing to do what Jesus says is best, no matter what the cost is. And Nathan, I I know one of the things that you write about is is sort of measuring success as a church plant. What does success look like in planting? Amen. Well, it goes back to that definition. You know, they're gathering regularly. They are agreeing together in what the truth is. The gospel is regularly being preached. They're taking the Lord's Supper. They're baptizing those new believers. They're uh, taking members in, putting members out, that sort of thing. I would also add they're loving one another, John 13, right? They'll know that you are my disciples by the way you love one another. So that's what a that's what a healthy church is. That's what they ought to be doing. That's how you know kind of quote-unquote success is. And one of the things I really get at heart in the book is, is um, that is not, notice what I didn't say there, is what I call the four S's in the book. So d- success is not size, speed, self-sustainability, and spread. So sorry for all the alliterations. Guys. No, it, it's good. I like it. I like that. 
So size, in other words, like we're not just the goal. Success is not just get a really big speed, get big quick, self-sustainability, get big quick, and then money where we're taking care of ourselves and four spread multiply. We want all four of those things. I mm. want all four, yeah, four of those things. Yeah, right, right. Those four things don't define success. Yeah. So what does define success is what I mentioned before. It's just doing those basic things Jesus calls us to do as Christians. So good. So good. Nathan, there are so many things we could talk about. And one of the things that um, I'm I'm also curious about is this idea of treasuring Christ together. Oh, you're you you're that. interested in, you know, yeah. treasuring Jesus as a team, as a Indeed. church. How do we do that? Oh, man, thank you so much for asking that. That's, uh, yeah, this is at the heart for me. This is, you know, you are— you are what you love, right? You are what you love. You are what you celebrate. And so the church does not exist as an entity unto itself. This is why I'm going to say that even multiplication, while we want that to happen, I want, we've planted other churches in our endeavoring to do that. I'm part of a network that's trying to do that. But at the end of the day, uh, the reason why we exist is to treasure Christ, right? You look at the end of the Bible, right? At the end, what, what are we going to be doing in heaven? as we are going to be exalting, enjoying, seeing, savoring, loving the excellencies of Christ. And so we ought to be doing that in the life of the church. And the way that we do that is just by lifting him up in our preaching and our singing and our praying. You know, I like to ask people in my church this question, are you glad that you're a Christian? And most of the time they say yes. Yeah. And, and if they, when they say yes, I'll say, tell me one reason why. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times people's faces light up mm. and they just say, because he's so good to me or because, you know, whatever, because he forgives me of my sin, because he, he's my refuge, whatever the answer is. Yeah. And so I think we can somehow lose sight of that on occasion, that he's the goal. Mm. Oh, that's such a good word, Nathan. Hey, let yeah. me ask you another question, just sort of elephant in the room. Catherine and I are both yeah. female pastors. Is this book for yeah. us or no? Well, of course, in the sense that it, it'll help you understand Jesus and follow Jesus. Yeah. So uh, insofar as it accords with the text of Scripture and you're endeavoring to do the same, well, then it will help you. Awesome. Oh, sure. that's Wonderful. so fantastic. Nathan Knight is the author of Planting by Pastoring. He's passionate about the work of church planting and the end goal of treasuring Christ together. Nathan, where can our people find and follow you and order this book? Oh, gosh. You can find it on Crossway's website. I'm sure you can find it on that ubiquitous website called Amazon. <laughs> heard of it. Heard uh, of it, Nathan. Yeah, heard of it. Yeah, heard of it. Yeah, it's been out there. Yeah, brand and, new, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there, and we have a church planning weekender that we gather people to try to help people in these ideas every November. If you Google church planning weekender, you can find us there, too. Oh, fantastic. Nathan Knight, thanks so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Aubrey. Thank you, Catherine, so much for the time. I really appreciate it. All right. You're listening to The Common Good on AM 1160. Hope for your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.